podcast for hairdressers. What is up, you guys? It is Stu here, and welcome back to Just Jay-Z. For the first time in forever, sorry I've been a little MIA, life has just been crazy busy between doing hair and traveling and everything else that we have going on behind the scenes at Jay-Z, but we finally have a schedule for our podcast now, so I'm so excited that we have finished out season one and we're diving into season two because me and Jesse have been saying we feel like season one was where we were learning from all of our mistakes, like half of the audio sucked in the beginning episodes, and season two is just all up here from here, and we've got so many fun guests that are coming. And we have so many fun episodes planned that are pretty freaking juicy. But today's topic is something we can all relate to. And that is social media in 2020. Both suck this year. (laughs) Um, Need I say more? We're going to be touching on why social media and people in general have been hypersensitive this year. And why being online during all of this has been hard for all of us. So... Let's dive right in. All right. I'm here too. It's Jesse. I'm so excited that Stu is back. Season one, he was MIA like the last half of the season, I swear, just because he was so busy. But like he said, we have got a schedule nailed down and we are good to go now. So we really wanted to touch on this because it's something that we have both experienced. We've both been on social media for a little while and this year has been unprecedented. It's been such a weird experience and we wanted to talk about it. I actually did a coffee with Jesse on this subject today and then we wanted to dive right in on the podcast. Podcast with this subject to kind of talk about it further. So I'm going to be asking Stu some questions. He's going to ask me some questions and we're just going to talk about this. So question number one, Stu, how have you felt social media has shifted or changed in 2020? Um, I think this year just in general has shifted for everything like online and then obviously like in everyone's personal life and work life just because there's a freaking pandemic to start off with. And uh, honestly, as much as I hate saying the new normal, like life is such a new normal. Like the other day I was watching the Kardashians and uh, Kim went somewhere and this episode was like from two years ago and she didn't have a mask on. Like she was in this big crowd, like for an event. And I was like, oh my God, she doesn't have a mask on. And that's just like an example of like how yeah. this year has changed. Like Whether never. you agree with that or not, it's just weird because that's what yeah. you're used to seeing. I now. was like, oh my God, I was like, she's going to get so much crap for this online. <laughs> that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Yep. I was like, people are slamming people this year. And I think yeah. honestly, like we're all going a little crazy. Like we, we just can't go out to eat anymore. Like last minute, like everything has to be planned and have a reservation. And then like on Only social certain media, amount of people and- like people are at home more. So they're probably on social media more and like, a lot of people get pissed off over everything or like, you know, a lot of people think that their opinions are like the only one instead of like being open or that I feel like they need to be like, Hey, Jesse, just by the way, you suck. I feel like you get it a lot more than me. Oh yeah. Um, which I feel like is kind of expected because like your following is way more than mine, but I just feel like this year people have been super sensitive online and I feel like, there's been a lot of good things with people standing up with what they like, what believe in and standing up for what they think is right for like the country and the world and like movements and things like that. But as far as like how it's shifted and changed, I think that cancel culture has been huge this year. Oh yeah. I feel like you've got canceled 12 times. Yeah. And I'm uh, still here. I thought I was going to have to move back to Alabama because <laughs> Jesse's canceled. Um, but what about you? Because I was kind of a little bit of a rant. Maybe I'm upset about this talk. No, seriously. I said this on Coffee with Jesse today. This 
subject gets me going, especially because the last few days I've gotten it pretty hard. But I do feel like there's been a shift. I feel like last year, I mean, honestly, social media has always been like an up and down place. There's always been hate. There's always been judgment. But last year it's stuff like, oh, did you hear that she wore this or he did this? And now it's like, oh, you're not wearing a mask and you're happy even though there's a pandemic going on. Like (laughs) you're hanging out with your family. How dare you? Like things that are so normal are now so not normal. And I feel like the shift has been people are very hypersensitive and hypercritical of other people right now. And a good example for my life is I got a Tesla and I feel so dumb saying that. Um, but my husband surprised me with one. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. My husband surprised me with one. Stu was in on it and you can actually watch our family channel because our next video going up is going to be about that. By the time this episode goes up, that will probably be up so you can watch it. And I posted about it and by no means was I trying to like rub it in anyone's face or make it seem like I got a Tesla, so the pandemic doesn't count. Like that's like what people thought. Like I always saw the comments. It was actually, yeah, it's people were like, people "How dare like, you?" There's a public worldwide pandemic going on, and you're getting a new room. car. That read the room. Like, read the room. How could you be celebrating affording a luxury car right? at a time like this? Yeah, and it's like by no means are like good things, like by no means is me like having a good thing happen in my life mean that I'm not sensitive to someone who has COVID or has lost someone from COVID or lost their business. Like, you know, we've talked about this a lot. I am like so sad for everyone. Like, especially all the hairdressers that can't work right now, the shutdowns going on for the third time in California, like my heart goes out to them and it's so, so sad. But are we really supposed to put our lives on hold and not like experience good things and you know, celebrate the joys of life. And, you know, we've worked so hard and we deserve to celebrate the things we've deserved. And I think there's a lot of people this year who have bought new houses because the housing market's actually really great right now. New cars, had babies, gotten married. Like just because those things happened to you in 2020 doesn't mean you shouldn't have to celebrate them. Like we all have a right to celebrate the good things, even though the world's terrible right now, because there's always going to be bad things. That's life. Like it's never going to be perfect, you know? So there's definitely been a shift and more hate. And I think you're right. People have more time to dwell on it and more time to sit around and be depressed. And I think they're taking that out on other people for sure. 100%. Um, what do you think has been the hardest thing for you online during like all of these challenging times? Um, honestly, the biggest thing for me is the unnecessary shaming we're getting. Like yeah. mask shaming, do not get me started. I don't want to sound insensitive. Like I understand why wearing a mask can help. And if I'm in public, I'll do it. Obviously there's rules and regulations now, and I'm not trying to break the rules, but I hate when I get comments on my YouTube channel, like, what was this filmed pre pandemic? Or why are you not wearing a mask in this video? And I'm like, cause I'm doing my mom's hair in my office alone and I'm yeah. a free citizen and I can choose whether I want to wear a mask if it's in my studio alone. Like I'm not around other people right now and we all have the choice of freedom. So I really hate when I get the mask shaming because it's so unnecessary. And it's like, yes, you guys, we're all trying to do our part to help out right now. And there are mandates and things, but if you are alone with like your family and friends, I do feel like it should be up to you if you want to wear one or not. And it's so crazy to me that mask shaming is a thing right now. Like, can't believe you. Like, you're a horrible person. And it's like, hey, me and my mom both had COVID three weeks ago. So technically, the health department said you can't get it for another three months. So why would we wear a mask around each other? Like, it's just stupid. Like, those are the things I can't stand. <laughs> what about you? It's like, I don't know. It's insane. As far as, like, my opinion goes, like, I'm not, like, a rule breaker. I try to follow all the rules. And I don't yeah. want anyone ever to feel uncomfortable, especially if they're coming into Jay-Z 
or if I'm like out at a store. The other thing, when we went to the mall the other you day, felt I so awkward. Backpack, and I was like, I don't have a mask. I'm freaking out. Yeah. Oh my god! I was like, people are going to be like, like yell at me. I'm going to like yeah. start a riot. And I was like, we have to run to the mall fast to go to the first place that buys masks and get one. And like, yeah, that's the world we live in. And like, yeah. I'm okay with that because like, it's not going to be forever. Fingers crossed. Yeah. And once like, the vaccine I, is rolled out, it'll be different. Yeah. But you're right. I think that you are a rule follower, so you're not trying to hurt anyone's feelings. That's why you wear them when clients come in and stuff. Yeah. But have you gotten like any hate during 2020, whether it's yeah, mask it's related or not? YouTube. YouTube's, mm. I feel like YouTube's big on hate. But, YouTube's uh, way bigger on I hate. I used to um, watch the Bella Twins, mm-hmm. and like one of their like taglines was, I love being hated. And <laughs> because they're like the mean girls in like, the say wrestling that. world. And I just honestly have to think about that because. We, I can't take it too personal or else I'm just going to cry myself to sleep every night. Yeah. And whenever it comes to mass, like if I'm like at my house or like in my car filming a video and people are like, you know what? This is, I know this is your YouTube channel. You can post what you want, but you're not wearing a mask in this video. And I'm like, my camera's not going to get anything from me and I'm not going to get COVID from my camera. It's just <laughs> us in the car. So I think I'm okay on this one. Yeah. But I mean, like at the, at the end of the day, no matter what, like I'll, Follow the rules. I'll wear a mask wherever I do. I like it. No, I'm over wearing masks. It's been almost a full is. year. Yeah. I'm pretty sure everyone is over wearing a mask. I'm tired of mask me. Yeah. Is that how you say that? Mask, mask me. me. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. I don't feel like I enunciate it. Mask me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mask acne. But at the end of the day, I just feel like, shut up. Get off my page with hate. Yeah. Well, I have been on YouTube for four years and Instagram for a while as well. So I'm used to the hate. And I think this is just a whole new kind of hate because normally I get hate comments about how I'm the hair destroyer or I suck at hair. I'm like, whatever. It still bugs me when I get those, but I'm used to it. But this Mm -hmm. is like a whole other level. It's like, you are the worst person. You're putting everyone at risk. And it's like me alone with one person in a room that we both chose not to wear them. Like, I'm sorry. I just got to say this. How many students do we have when we go to classes that are like, do I have to wear this? Like people give us hate on our stories. Like you're not wearing masks in your classes. And we do when we're one-on-one with students, but all the students for the most part are like, I'm not wearing this. And we give them that free choice. Like it's not just us. And we're not like going out and teaching classes and being like, no one wear one. Like it's, it's everyone's personal choice. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of funny when we get that hate, but, um, speaking of like how bad social media sucks, I'm kind of scared to upload this episode. I am too. People are going to eat us alive. (laughs) But the thing is, it's a free country. We all are entitled to our own opinions. And I don't think being over masks or being over the hate that we're getting over like mask shaming or like COVID shaming that doesn't mean we're not sensitive to what's going on like people who have lost like we've had clients who have lost family members to covid like we're so sensitive to that but you can feel that way and also be over it at the same time you know um respectful but well and i don't think i'd be this heated if it wasn't so hateful right now like if we could all just like love each other and be kind during these hard times i don't think i would be so like screw this but since everyone's like attacking each other because of the election and covid and masks i feel like i'm like more on edge over it you know yeah um well don't you feel like people are just like more negative now than they were before covid mm -hmm. i feel like we kind of got to that but I just feel like now, like people are super sensitive now. And I think, yeah. honestly, like I was going crazy whenever I, we didn't work. You were closed yeah. for a month and a half. And I was like, what am I going to do? Like I would come and like literally sweep the warehouse just to have something to do yeah. more than anything else. Like, and I when was you can't so socialize and you can't yeah. like – 
live your normal life, it does take a toll it on you. Mess, it messes with you, bro. And honestly, one of the biggest things I saw one of um, the, these, this girl I follow posted this and I thought it was so relevant to right now. And this isn't necessarily social media related, but it's 2020 related. And she said that she's like, I totally understand like all the regulations with COVID and why we have to do this. She goes, but there is a part of us that's losing humanity a little bit because she said she went to a basketball game for her son and a single mom came in and wanted to watch her son play and she brought her newborn baby with her and they like people were screaming at her don't you know you're not allowed to bring anyone to the games like and they made her leave what yes because it's like one person you're not allowed to bring anyone with you and she's a single mom who wanted to watch her kid play a game and she couldn't bring her baby and people were like ridiculing her and it's like yes and it's like at what point like oh we're so worried about covid that we're gonna scream at a single mom for bringing her newborn into a basketball game like we're losing humanity and i think that has translated into social media and it's so much easier to do that over a keyboard and behind a screen than in person. 100%. I can't imagine doing that in person, but I, it's easier online. I, I know you've gotten messages. I've gotten messages before where people are like, by the way, I saw you at Target today. You suck. Like, the <laughs> you in person. Yes. Like, you should have came up to me and we could have worked it out in Target. I'm freaking... Check, like, because they know in person they couldn't be mean to you. They would have been like, oh, I love you. Yeah, exactly. They're like, I don't know who you yeah. are. Oh, I've, my favorite thing is when you get comments of like hate and then you respond to them. And once you acknowledge them, they're like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. Like, I love you because yeah. they just wanted attention. I think so. Yeah. But I think people are more sensitive. Like I've gotten hate comments the whole four years I've been on YouTube. But recently, like I uploaded a video about like secrets of blonding and I got so much hate on it. (laughs) My favorite one was someone who was like, all the stylists in my salon watch you for education. And I think you're terrible. And I hope that they can find better education in the future. And she's just going off on me. And I'm like, Usually when you're the odd man out, you're the one with the issue. Yeah. I'm like, there's a reason we sell out classes and people like us. I mean, (laughs) there's a reason we have clients and people like our hair. But the thing (laughs) is like, to go out of your way to like take time to write a comment like that. Like how miserable do you have to be? I may see something online that I don't agree with. Like we were just talking about like a YouTuber that we're like, eh, we don't really love her. Like she's big and huge. Like she doesn't even know who we are, but we're like, eh, she's not our cup of tea, but I'm not going to go leave a comment on her page. Just to see like who she was because she is. You had never heard of her. Popular YouTuber. And like, I've seen her like tagged in other things. Like she was featured on, um, someone else's YouTube and I was like, let me go check out what this girl's about. And so I watched like three of her videos and I was like, yeah, like not my, I don't think I'm going to like subscribe. I don't think I'm going to watch anymore. Like I don't really yeah. like her. I wasn't going to be like, you suck. Right. I have that you freaking break your teeth when you fall down your stairs and like, yeah, <laughs> like people are crazy like that. Yeah. Like just, just like, don't, I don't watch if you don't like it. She's just not like what I want to like, it, it's not what I want to consume. And that's okay, but it would be wrong if you went and like said something, you know, and I feel like at the end of the day, if she's not your cup of tea, that's fine. But you have to think like she's a human being. And if you left a mean comment, she could read that, whether it's her or her manager reading it, who knows, but like someone's going to read that and everyone has feelings. And it's just sad to me that like, we're at this point in 2020 where everyone is, you know, upset or hypersensitive or hypercritical and we're taking our problems and our pain out on other people. All right. So the next thing we wanted to touch on was how has social media helped you and hurt you this year? So kind of a little bit of positive, a little bit of negative. Um, I'll start off with the negative so we can end mm-hmm. on a high note because I feel like we've been a little bitchy this episode. Yes, we have. Uh, I feel like it's hurt me in the way that like sometimes I do take it to heart even though I like say like, oh, I'm so tough. I don't care what people say about me. But sometimes it will like that one comment will bug you. Yeah. My biggest thing is when people will say like, Stu, you fried off all Jesse's hair. Now, you want to know what actually <laughs> happened? I'll tell you right here now on our podcast. 
I did ruin her hair, but it wasn't from anything like chemical damage. <laughs> no. It was from, we were in Cabo for her wedding. It was the night of the wedding. It was the night after, I think. Oh, it was the night after her wedding and we were in her hotel room getting ready. And she was like, just chop off all of my Full hair. disclosure, this was my fault. Yes. Because when we were doing my updo the day before, we had to hack into it so much because my hair is so heavy up all the extensions. Mm-hmm. I was like, just hack into it, cut it. You know, yeah, like so we were going to chop her hair off in cute lobs. It's like she had her long, beautiful hair for her wedding, had her updo, and then the rest of the week she was just going to have cute short hair. Yeah. And um, so I went to chop, like, okay, it's freaking 7 p.m. and Ca- we're in Cabo. Like, yeah, I'm pretty buzzed. Don't yeah, go watch the IGTV. Yeah, it's actually I literally funny. go watch the IGTV on Jesse's hair page because it's freaking entertaining. <laughs> and I just start chopping at it. And it was so thick. I remember I just kept texturizing, texturizing. And then like one side was shorter than the other. And I was trying to play it off. So I just kept cutting more and more and more off. And they're like, I'm freaking <laughs> drunk, you guys, if you want to know the truth. So like, I'm not it was hilarious. in my right state of mind. I'm not doing my best job. Like I'm just hacking at it. And I'm paying and attention I, I to was reply to you guys on IGTV than I am her hair. And so then like we texturized her hair time because it's so dense from all the extensions. And I cut, like, her hair was, like, past her collarbone. I cut it to, like, her shoulders. And I feel My so hair was bad. actually in such good condition. It was getting so it was the, People have been telling me, they're like, you saved Jessie's hair. And then uh, freaking go to take a brunette. It's the first time you've seen her with her extensions out since I hacked all of her hair off, which is my fault. But at least I'd rather cut it yeah. off than fry it off. Yeah, so. me too. And I allowed you to do it. I kept being like, go shorter. It's fine. Yeah. And also, my that's why I'm taking a break from the bleach. Like, I am going dark to kind of give it a chance to heal. But it does make you feel bad when you're a stylist that does care about the integrity of someone's hair. And so yeah. to get comments like that, you're like, no, I, know. It I hate really it. it. What's the worst part for you? Um, so mine's like a double-edged sword. So social media has hurt me and helped me this year in the same way. So I feel like this year specifically, I've put more of my personal life out there. Um, I've always been like a hair channel and obviously people have gotten to know me and my personality over the years, but there's been a lot more in my personal life that's happened this year specifically. And I've chosen to share that. So like my divorce, my new marriage, my baby, and there was some drama and just stuff that kind of surrounded that. And I had to put some of that out there online. And I felt like that really hurt me. There was a point when I thought my career was going to be ended over it. Uh, that was probably when you thought you had to move back (laughs) and so that kind of hurt me because I feel like to this day I'll still get comments of people like guessing things about my life or like assuming things that they don't know anything about but at the same time I feel like it's also helped me because I've been able to help people in similar situations that are like you're so brave for sharing thank you so much and I feel like it's kind of gotten people to feel closer to me as like a person and that's helped my platforms grow so it's kind of been good and bad because when you put yourself out there I'm used to it when it comes to like my work but when it's your personal life and people are criticizing like you as a person it's hard yeah it does but it's also helped me so I'm grateful for it um, all right, Stu, what's the craziest thing that Wait, you've seen? Do the positive. Oh, oh, you do the positive. Okay. Um, I will say the, like the most positive thing on the other hand, like it, as much as it is like a bad thing, it's like equally a good thing. I feel like I have more good and positive things for, when it comes to social media with the people that follow me, at least because most everyone is super supportive. Sometimes they'll be a little snippy and be like, why the heck are you doing that? It doesn't make sense. I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's breaking the rules, but it works. I'm just telling you my secrets. Like, yeah. you know? And, um, I feel like, I don't know, at the end of the day, it just makes it so worth it. Our last travel class was in Atlanta and I, um, started YouTube like six months ago and then I kind of like dibbled out of it and it wasn't consistent for a little while. And like the past few months I've been picking back up and doing really good. I'm proud of myself for yep. it. I've been really impressed. You've I'm been so consistent. Make my mom over here, Jesse Pratt. <laughs> but I've been really consistent doing good and I just like love it and it's so fun. But 
Um, I had a girl watch one of my second video I ever uploaded in the description. I was like, come to one of our classes. She bought a ticket from that. And her just telling me like, Aww. I saw when you did Mama Styles' hair. And that's how I found out who you guys were. And like, I started following all of you. And like, I just came to the class because literally that video of doing mom's hair. And I was like, no way. Like stuff like that just makes it so worth it because like, yeah, I can yeah. see like, oh, I have this many likes or this many views on a video, but like, it's not like actually like I don't know who's watching it or anything yeah. like that. So like when you actually get that, especially in person connection, I love that. it means a lot whenever you message us too. And it's like, thank you guys so much for doing this. Like this video helped me so much in my career. Like you've helped me build up my confidence or build my clientele or anything like that. It That's when it like makes everything so worth it. I feel like it, like Piper, Jesse's assistant, she's freaking so cute, but mm-hmm. she's like, I don't know how you guys do everything that you do. And I'm like, it's a lot. Like I feel like we go home and like, okay, like it's eight o'clock when we finally leave the salon and then we go home and still work for like two hours on our computer. You do it way more than me because you have like way more going on. Like she runs like- But you're starting to realize it, I think. Now that you have these goals for like stuff behind the chair, like Mm -hmm. beyond behind the chair, I feel like you're starting to see it. And we talked about this the other day, but I don't think a lot of people realize how much goes on behind the scenes. Like for example, I talked about this today on my Coffee with Jesse. You know, people see that I got my boobs done and I got a Tesla and I feel like some people could assume like she's just spoiled and she gets it handed to her. But you don't realize like how many years I've worked to get to this point. Like I didn't start my business yesterday, you know? And I worked behind the chair for five days a week up until like a year ago. And And the day after she freaking got her implants (laughs) and like, should it? I was like, let's podcast. Yeah, no, she's calling me. She's like, come to my house. We're going to podcast. I got all the equipment. She's editing videos, filming more videos Mm -hmm. for you. It's like not taking a day off. And I feel like a lot of people do see it as like, Okay, like, oh my god, you made a fun, cute little video, yeah. and then you just posted it. I'm like, oh, it's not, it's that not like that. Like, we film for like four hours, then yep. we go home and edit for four hours, then we have to do a voiceover, then we have to save it, mm-hmm. which takes an hour sometimes, then we have to upload it to YouTube, which takes like an hour, and then like do like um, the freaking thumbnails and captions and tags yep. and everything. And else. not to and mention to, all the money you spend on the equipment to do all that. Literally, I've spent probably two thousand dollars yeah. at least on in the last few well, months. Probably. Yeah, just in the past few months, and like. Well, and like, think of all the money we've spent on the podcast equipment and we don't even make money on it. Like it's literally just marketing for us and it's fun and we love doing it, but you have to get to that point. And I don't think a lot of people realize that like, it takes a lot behind the scenes that we're not posting. And I know for myself, I've given up a lot and I've sacrificed a lot to get to where I am. Like, to be honest, I have sacrificed a lot of um, experiences in life, friendships, mm-hmm. relationships. I know, like, even though my first marriage had issues on both sides, I definitely put my business before my marriage and it hurt it, you know? And I did that. And yes, it's kind of, be- I mean, I've gotten to where I am because of that, but now I have to learn how to shift that in my new marriage where I'm not doing that. And I definitely put a lot of things on the back burner to like make my business number one. And to this day, I'm still working 24 seven while raising a child and having a marriage and having friends and family. And it's a lot and you have to balance it, but it pays off. Like you do that hard work in the beginning and it will pay off. And I've put in the years of work and now I'm able to afford some nicer things and take a little more time off and go on some vacations. And, she and I'm not going to apologize. She started out like, give her, yeah, give exactly. her some credit. We're in a 15,000 square foot building. Not to but we didn't so get like, there by sitting around. Yeah. Literally. Like and nothing was a handed. lot of people message us and say, how do you grow online? What's the secret sauce? And the only thing that like Jesse honestly preaches this, she texted me this the other day. She's like, consistency is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, like just even like for my YouTube and stuff, like, yeah, Jesse's giving me shout outs. And like, I've done giveaways and stuff, but like just the more I post, like in closer, like time spans, instead of posting once a week, if I do two or three, I can see like my subscriber count yep. going up or even on Instagram, my following go up because it's just like consistency and pushing content out there. 
I wish there was like a secret sauce. I, I said that this morning. I was like, I yeah. wish there was just a secret sauce that I just could do and like it would just all happen, but you never know. And it's kind of thinking about it like if you want to have like a more of like an income or like a job through social media, it's just like any other business in the front. Yeah. You probably didn't make money from Jay Z starting off. It's no. like you had to like put all your money back into it where you have to put all your time and effort into putting in content. It's the same yeah. thing. And then one day it's going to hopefully pay off. Well, and I think people think Instagram and YouTube is just like a very easy job. Like, oh, you have it so like easy. You get lucky when you oh, get yeah. You don't. But the thing is, you're putting in time and work. You have to come up with ideas. And then the downside is you put mm-hmm. your stuff out there that you've worked so hard on. And then you get criticized, like what we're talking about. And yep. that's so heartbreaking because you put so much time oh and energy. God, I seven hours on this post that's one sentence long. And yeah. <laughs> everyone hated it. Exactly. And it's hard. And it's it's really like, um, like, what's the word vulnerable to like put yourself out there online, but you're doing it. And I didn't make money on my YouTube channel for the first like two years. And fun fact, I have always uploaded anywhere from one to three times a week on my YouTube channel. And I've never, ever missed a single week. It's either been at least one time. Yeah. Since I started, it's either been once, twice or three times every, and, but like, and it's taken her four years to get Yes. And I still am only, I'm not even that big. Like I still have a long ways to go, but I'm so proud that like me doing that got my business to where I am. And now you have a job because of it and all these stylists have jobs because of it my sisters have jobs like it's cool that like you can see it pay off in the long run you know um well that i don't know social media is a crazy thing it is i feel like people think it is like handed to you like oh you just got all these followers from one post i'm like i wish it was that easy no it doesn't happen that um, way. i don't know it's just a crazy thing in general what do you th- i know what i think the craziest thing i've seen online this year what do you think the craziest thing you've seen online is you go first because I need to think. Mine is freaking Robin. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love that video. I you've been quoting that this week, week like twice, and that was like nuts. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but it's the lady. She's getting like a root retouch, and the stylist is like in a studio, and she has like a camera in there, and she has like I don't know if it's like an assistant or what. She's like, she's gonna help me out because I'm teaching her. I think she's yeah. an apprentice. And she was like, I'm going to go. It looks like and, a security camera almost. Yeah. It, Which is yeah, probably it, good. Like everyone should have that. Have to, like, mm-hmm. secu- like, honestly, like look what she got off of that. Yeah. Uh, but she, long story short, she was doing the re- retouch. She was like, I'm going to have my assistant come in. I'm training her and she's going to do the exact same thing I'm doing. I, I trust her. I just want to let you know, like to trust her and like everything's going to be fine. assistants like, are such a normal thing in our industry. Literally, you have two. Yeah. You have like seven. Yeah. <laughs> it needs to be normalized. And all right. And, um, she, anyways, long story short, Robin starts getting pissed off and she's like, I'm not paying her to do my hair. I'm paying you to do my hair. She was like, yeah, but I'm, she's paying me to teach her. Like I, she's like here for, to like learn so she could do hair one day and take yeah. all the clients. And Robin gets so pissed off. She's like, I'm not doing this. I'll go home, which I have a freaking experience oh. that we're going to do a podcast on that happened to me last week. The yep. craziest experience of my I, I've never that it was, was the crazy. craziest thing that's ever happened behind the chair for me but we're going to dedicate a whole podcast episode to it and I'm yeah, excited about that um, but like Robin like, almost like does her hand up like she's going to hit the freaking stylist and the stylist just goes Robin <laughs> are you kidding me she's like I took you in when no one wanted to take you in and did your hair and put up with you and you're going to freaking try to hit me and she, Robin like 
then, like, of course, she gets defensive, and she's like, I'm just going through a lot. She's like, well, so am I, but I'm not here hitting anyone. That Get is exactly 2020, the epitome. I'm going through a lot, so I'm taking it out on you. Literally, she was like, that doesn't give you right. Get out of here, Robin, and don't come back. And that's literally what I told a client last yeah. week. Good for her, though. Like, I think that was awesome that that video went viral, because I think that we spend so much time in our industry making sure we're respecting our clients and making them feel comfortable, which is awesome. But the clients need to do that back to us, and you're yeah. not going to get uh, walked all over. It's not a bank. Like, I don't have to serve you. Like, yeah. I can choose, like, who comes and sits True. in the chair. It's like as snarky as that does sound. Like, I just hope, like, well, that's a whole nother episode. Like, <laughs> Stylists sticking up for themselves and, like, knowing We're going to do this episode. All right. What's the craziest thing you've seen in 2020? I feel like I can't beat that. Probably, and it's yeah. so sad that the first thing to come to my mind is the fact that the Kardashians got canceled. <laughs> oh, I'm about it. I <laughs> But they're doing a new show, you said. On Hulu, but no yeah. one knows what it is. I don't know if it's going to be a reality show or what, but like I know Courtney's in on it too. That's and awesome. Courtney's filming a movie. She's an what? actress now. Yeah, with Addison Rae. Like little... What? Yeah. And wow. It's like one of these old movies they recreated and she's like in it. I don't Whoa. know. Well, I just never thought I'd see the day where the Kardashians would end. No. On e. So the fact that that happened in 2020, I'm like, what the? This year has really just blew. It really has. <laughs> All right. Well, should we talk peaks and pits? All right, let's talk peaks and pits. Let's talk peaks and pits. <laughs> All right, you go first. Um, I'd have to say my peak of the week is, I know I said this last time, but it's like Christmas time and the holiday rush is over now. Thank God. Even though yeah. I know January usually sucks. For, Except for tomorrow, you're actually so busy. That's yeah, probably your last busy I have day. Like, yeah, I, have like, I think I have like nine or ten clients tomorrow. That's awesome. Which will be a super fun day in the salon, but um, I don't Watch know. Watch his Instagram for behind again. the scenes. What? I said, watch his Instagram for behind the scenes. Watch my Instagram and YouTube channel for behind the scenes. <laughs> Do style so this is at the end. Um, but I'm excited. I get to go home again and see my family, my biological family, not my Utah family. <laughs> uh, so that'll be really fun. Um, my pit is that Christmas is three days away, I think. Is that right? Yeah, I think a- so. And I haven't even bought my plane ticket to go home. <laughs> and I haven't bought the first Christmas present for anyone. I'm literally <laughs> going to the ATM and everyone's just getting a $100 bill. Perfect. That's, what, like, That's all people I, need. Like, what's better than that? Like, straight cash. I love getting it. It's the best gift. I feel like it's, like, not as thoughtful because it's just, like, oh, a gift card. But, like, I love getting gift cards and cash. So, my pit is that I procrastinated this year. This has been my craziest month of my life. Yeah. Balls to the wall. So, But traveling, working, like, it's just been nonstop. Um, all right. So my peak is the fact that we did get a Tesla. <laughs> it's been awesome. I know that I'm like talking about it a lot, but it's been really cool because, um, someone reminded me, I forgot I said this, but someone messaged me when I posted about it and they were like, I listened to your podcast a few months ago where you said your dream car was a Tesla. And in that podcast, I was like, it'll probably never happen. So the fact that it did happen was pretty cool. And I also paid off my Jeep this week. So that is like the best feeling ever. I paid off my student loan a few months ago, and that was, like, so awesome. And just, like, getting out of debt is the best feeling. We so. should do an episode on how to get out of debt. We should have my dad come on and be a financial Hell advisor. yes. He's a genius. He, he is. He's, like, the smallest things that you would never think of, like, yeah. Taxes, debt, like he everything. so brilliant. We're going to have daddy yeah. styles on you guys. I owe it all to him. I honestly officially have no debt as of right now, which yeah. is amazing. Because the car is in Jordan's name and my car's paid off. <laughs> but once we buy a house, that'll all change. But yeah, we should have my dad on. If you guys want something about that, let us know. Um, and then my pit for the week is probably that we are not traveling for classes right now. I think we have another like three weeks or something. It sucks. Maybe two weeks, but it's, only, it's always it's sad. Technically three weeks from Sunday. So we're about yeah. two weeks out. You are, you know exactly. You're like three know, weeks from this. It's so, like, it's so crazy. Like, I feel like, a, like I don't know, like everything – 
and my life is revolved around that travel schedule because yeah. it's like I have somewhere to be, I have something to do, and like I can't break away from that. Like obviously, like I have a ticket on yeah. a plane, like I have to make it. Yeah, exactly. Then like teaching is my favorite part about all the like the many things that I get to do here yeah, at JC. But um, I feel like everything revolves around that. So I'm like, I I got to where this year like the past few months have been a little crazy. I didn't even know where we were going until like the week before. Yeah, but I have the whole entire 2021 schedule memorized. And, the two months, <laughs> and I know exactly what time our flights are and everything. So like, I'm like 2021. I'm back, baby. Yeah, it's been nice like having that consistent travel schedule because mm-hmm. we get to spend time together and it keeps us organized. But it's and weird love, when we're off. My favorite part is being like, okay, today suck behind the chair. Like if I've had a freaking Robin or Karen that came in <laughs> last week, I'm like, well, at least. Yeah. This Friday, I'm going to be going to Seattle or mm-hmm. wherever we're going. They're like, oh, I'm going to North Carolina next weekend. If I can just get through this week, that'll be so fine. Yeah. I'm going to do what I love and teach. And like, not that I don't we don't do see it here, those but trips like, as like work. Like, even yeah. though we're teaching, like we get to hang out with you guys and we get to do what we love, and it's so fun. Yeah. And you know, speaking of freaking social media, people message me all the time. They're like, how nice is it that you just get to go to all these places and shove and talk for a little bit, and then you just go to all these fancy restaurants and stay in these nice hotels? I'm like, first of all, we have to pack. Yeah. Days in advance, not just like our clothes. We have like 14 bags that we go watch Stu's um, Life of an Educator YouTube because didn't you talk about like the behind the scenes? Yeah, I have like a little bit of behind the scenes. Like, there's so much that goes into it, putting yeah. kits together, making sure they're shipped out, making sure everyone received them, making class lists, making yeah. check offs, like signing up people for our Facebook group, and, the and watching follow up videos, and making sure they get their manuals. And like, there's so much that actually goes into it. I yeah, it's what. it's a I lot. I can rant all day. <laughs> yeah, it's just I think the biggest thing about social media is just the assumptions. People see one side of the story and they assume that it's mm. this way, you know. But I do want to say I feel like I've been a little negative in this podcast because I've gotten a lot of hate recently. But I would not be where I'm at without social media, and neither would you. Like no, our jobs 100%. are all social media. We sell our classes because of social media. Mm-hmm. This podcast is social media. So My at YouTube the end of the day, I'm really grateful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One ticket from that. He got 10k <laughs> in one of his videos today. So we're really proud. Um, but yeah, we're, we're really grateful. So I just wanted to kind of end this by saying that like, I am so grateful for the community that we've built with our just Jay-Z fam and our Instagram and YouTube channels. Cause you guys are the reason that we get to do what we love and we're so lucky. So even though social media sucks this year, I am still so grateful for it. Me too. <laughs> It's been like the best worst year ever because yeah. it's just been so many changes and new things to get used to. And like, honestly, like so many rules, like just to like, yeah. like I was saying a little before, like what, like you can't just like go to the grocery store anymore. You can't just go out and eat. You have to have like reservations and masks and all these like intro to this door and exit out the store. It's just so like, weird. honestly, just the new normal and getting used to that. And like, that is just like the world we live in. And I know we're like hating on it. We're tired of wearing masks, but like we still like follow the rules at the end of the day. Yeah. Like it is what it is. And we're going to ride it out. And it's only going to be uphill from here. And In two years, this will be a distant memory, I think. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like our kids are going to – well, Jesse's kids, my dog, yes. My, <laughs> my I'll never have kids. My goldfish and dogs are going to um, learn about this one day in history class. How it's weird. kind of cool that we're living through it. Like we can be like, yeah, I survived 2020 in a way. Yeah. When I think about it, like Jagger's literally going to learn about this year. Yeah, he was born in He'll it. He'll be like, like uh, you were born in the year of a pandemic. Um, no one knows who the president is. And then also there's like riots, left and yep. right. And then also everyone's trashing each other. Everyone, everyone's getting canceled. That's an influencer. Basically. Yeah. It's true. We're lucky we're still standing. So thank I you know. for those that support us. <laughs> All right, you guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you had anything that you wanted to say, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram. Uh, we would definitely want to hear your opinion about social media in 2020. And if you want a follow-up episode about this, let us know. Cause I'm sure there's more we could talk about. Um, for updates on the podcast, you can follow us on 
jayzstyles.co. My Instagram is jayz.styles and just jesse with four eyes at the end. And my Instagram is stew.styles with a Z at the end. And you can, of course, find all of that in the show notes below. Thank you again for listening to this episode and we'll catch you on the next one. Mm-hmm.